much are we paying you, Caddy? I need about seven hundred fifty thousand. Seven hundred fifty thousand right now is what you need. <laughs> okay, we'll see what we can do with the budget. I will take care of all my debt, and I will be able to build a house. <laughs> People who will be listening to this are going to hear that number, and shit. <laughs> That's what we're aiming for. That's what we're going what for. Poor shit. We're. Oh, <laughs> Oh Second my gosh. Shit. You know what? We probably should dive into what we're going to talk about here at some point because. Don't include this. Well, oh no, this is going in there. This is definitely going in there. Okay. You do what you want. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name's Colton. This is The Hunt Story. I, You know what? I, oh, before we even start, Cody, my brother, is sitting here. You have been mentioned in every single episode, I think even including the intro to this, a five-minute little rant that I went on about talking about the show and why it started and everything. Well, it's an You've, honor to be here. Well, it's an honor to finally have you. Seriously. Um, for all the listeners out there that haven't listened to any previous episodes, I would encourage you to go back and kind of get the uh, the feel for how much we've been anticipating this moment. Uh, it's finally here. Cody, behind the microphone. Have you ever been behind a microphone? No, this is my first time. It's different. <laughs> you sang karaoke that one time. No, no, yes, never. You did. No karaoke. Yeah. Do you remember that archery banquet we went to? For Williams? Oh my, yeah. Uh, you did it. I did do that. You did do minutes. that. See, I don't yep, forget. Yep, yep. People don't forget. Nope. Never. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we're I finally <laughs> we're finally gonna sit down and have a conversation. Cody said, you know what, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about land management, what it means to the the owner, and just honestly some of the struggles but the benefits that come with owning land and especially in the the industry that we all love which is the hunting industry the outdoor industry um talk about it man you know where where did you start in terms of uh land and where are you now and what's going on in your life introduce yourself to all of the hunt story listeners hi everybody i'm cody osborne uh well i really don't know where to begin on this but uh when i was a lot younger i'm 30 i'm going on 35 years old now but when i was a lot younger i always had a great ambition of uh for owning land and wanting to do that and uh now today uh we have a hundred acre farm that my wife and i have and uh we run a wedding venue on it and we have a landscaping company on it and uh, we run those businesses and it, it kind of helps generate the stuff that we need to have these farms and do things. And, uh, you're doing great. You know, you, this is, uh, you just, just keep, you're doing great, man. You're doing great. And so, okay, I'll, I'll back you up here. Just being a bro. Uh, so the two businesses you started landscaping when? Well, the landscaping, I guess I've done that my whole life. I, we got <laughs> yeah. that. You, you've done it too, and uh, our dad instilled in us a work ethic that is just huge. And our mom did the same thing. They were they were pretty good. We had very good parents growing up, and uh, uh, I think it it had a lot to do with where we're at today. And we were very fortunate on that end of it. And they both went hunting with us all the time. We had grandparents going in hunting. 
uh, we've we got to we got to get mom on the show. Oh yeah, I want to yeah. get yeah our our mother uh, killed a moose in Maine. She got drawn for a, a Maine moose tag. Went up, got it done, got it home, and it's hanging up in the wedding venue right now. Uh, pretty pretty special to the whole family there. But yeah, uh, but but getting back to uh, all this the the land part it, i knew i wanted to do it and, and i did purchase it at a pretty young age at right out of high school uh i graduated and about two years later i purchased uh the farm the farm right next to our family farm uh so the two farms kind of conjoined each other which made it awesome for all of us because we could walk on either one and not worry about trespassing or walking into somebody else like public land or something like that and we could manage things the way we wanted to and uh you know the the whole year round we could do things and you could do this anywhere but it's just nicer and uh more you have more at heart in it when it's your own place you know and you can do what you want to do there's uh always the well posting and uh all that stuff uh keeping your borders uh, tight and everything and making sure everything's clean there. Uh, and then, of, oh, well, I was going to say, speaking of borders, like, you know, we know everybody around us that their land is touching ours yeah, and, and, and that, keeping a relationship a with them. That's a big thing. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. Having good neighbors and, and kind of having the same ethics as you do uh, for deer hunting and stuff. I mean, because they all want to shoot big bucks too. And you get everybody kind of on the same level was that you could get some really massive deer and and very good game with that type of stuff almost turning your 100 acre purchase into a potential an endless potential of like when you said everybody getting on the same page you know that's 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 so true because it's even on social media nowadays where you know that that meme with uh what's his name where he goes you're a problem you're a real real problem and he's pointing at his buddy and it says the neighbor you know when you're trying to grow big bucks so you know all the neighboring farms yeah they all have the opportunity to shoot deer or turkey just like we do but we try to communicate with them know what's going on hey if they get an opportunity at a buck that they want by all means they got the opportunity yeah. but at the same time we're not uh, we're not going back slaying does left and right you know there there is a management doe procedure but uh, at the same time you know that's not our goal our goal is to have game forever yeah i i really enjoyed uh finding a nice buck and uh going after that one every year i i since i bought the place uh the first year i had it it was unbelievable i i watched i'm not kidding i, I watched seven huge bucks out in my bean field every single night they're just huge bucks and then you know after they lose their velvet and stuff and the archery season finally gets here they all kind of split up and go off on their own but normally there's always a couple that hang around locally here but even 100 acres isn't really enough to hold a deer it's going to wander off and go on into these other neighboring properties oh sure deer that we've seen on this property get killed a county or two over it, mm-hmm. it happens but that the, where it's fun getting back to like why we do what we do uh for work wise uh like with the landscaping that kind of gives us equipment to use on the farms to put in food plots put in shooting lanes uh 
just do whatever you are wanting to do. Build ponds. Uh, you have a water source and a food source. Those deer are going to remember that and they're going to come back and bed here. We have, we do, uh, in the, in the wintertime, the landscaping is a little slow. So that time of year, we like to go in and, uh, take a five acre section normally and cut out all the bad trees. We sell firewood during the winter months. So we'll go in and cut our firewood for the following season. Uh, and get it hauled out of there. But what that does, it, it, it leaves all the good timber trees still standing, but it also kind of creates a little bit of habitat where the trees that we did cut, they fall down for rabbits and pheasants and the pheasants not real popular around here, but uh, it does create stuff for uh, rabbits. And then you also have bedding for the deer and all the bucks and everything. But it, we've done that over on the other farm for years. And if you would walk, through those woods now you can see the different stages that the forest went through uh over the course of uh 15 years uh and seeing those blocks of acreage how they've grown and what's going uh on with it but now you can go, probably start cutting firewood in them again but that's half the reason we do the landscaping is because we yeah the we equipment that it, comes with it it, it kind of goes with our hunting sure and we have we have all the the means to do this type of stuff which makes it 10 times easier for anyone else wanting to do that you well, know it, it justifies your purchases too i mean you know the guy who bit. yeah the, <laughs> for the most part the guy who uh you know might have a more of a white collar job and he buys a tractor for his deer farm well that tractor just serves for the deer farm but the landscaper who buys the tractor serves for his deer farm but also helps put in landscapes and and do heavy lifting around uh around the farm and makes money while at the same time mm-hmm. makes memories and that's um that's extremely important to i mean you know us being the, the hunt story uh you know, we're all on the same page with that. It, this is a, this is a show about memories. So, you know, that's kind of the core of it. Is if maybe if you're not fortunate enough to, you know, uh, have the greatest public access or or have land of your own, you know, those memories can come from anywhere. But if you're generating those memories on your own, that's that makes them far more special. So, oh, again, yeah. and you mentioned earlier too that I wanted to touch on was you know, there's different seasons. We get in Western PA, we got four seasons, and there's no doubt. About about that and they can all happen within the same week but mm-hmm. coming into spring um uh, you know we're getting ready to go back out and landscaping doing all that jazz we're spring getting into busy season. time yeah springtime is a good it, time it's it, a busy time though well like with going back with that firewood cutting it creates that habitat for these deer to bed in mm-hmm. and going into spring the buck's you know, lose their horns. And, and we do a lot of shed hunting too. Shed hunting, turkey hunting, and morel hunting all go hand yeah, in hand. Yeah, it, and all that stuff, it just starts to hold all the game onto your place. And if in the neighboring properties too, I mean, if your neighbors are doing, you know, they may have a thousand acres over there, which is great. You know, you have a thousand acre uh, farm next to you that uh, they do the same thing. That's good. All those deer are going to be coming over towards sure. you. But you might have the, uh, neighbors that have 20 acres here, 40 acres here, but those are all, you add those up, that all helps. It does. Uh, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, okay, so you could do this quite literally with five, 10 acres. I mean, oh, you yeah, could. Oh, yeah, you can shoot a big buck on 
very small amount. Well, I just, just, I mean, in years past, the mm-hmm. what the eight acre place right next to you has killed mm-hmm. big bucks. I mean, it happens mm-hmm. all the time. So, you know, don't think you need to hit that no, hundred acre don't. mark to make things happen. You don't need big acreage to do it. I'm not saying that at all. And, uh, I mean, if you're able to and you find you find a deal where you could get it, I recommend to everybody always buy land. There's you can't they're not they don't make any more of it. And that is uh, you, you can always go out and buy a new car. They make them every day, uh, but you can't make land. And if it's available and you ha- are able to do it, I always strongly recommend doing it because it, it it always it'll always be there for you. And it's always there to make memories on and do whatever you want with. And it's yours, you know, you can do what you want. There's, there's a term for that since I'm going for the real estate license. Mm. Uh, I should know this, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to sit here and probably ponder on that while you're talking here for most of this episode of we what that wait. term <laughs> I should look it up on my phone because <laughs> it's going to bother me. I'll probably be at like two in the morning and shoot out of bed. That's what it is. Yeah. But we'll go back on the air. Yeah. I'll be like, Cody, <laughs> get the mics out. We got to do this again. <laughs> uh, but the show being the hunt story, it kind of gives it, you know, a little background on you, but this show is the hunt story. I always ask everybody, what is your favorite hunting story to tell people? Well, uh, you know, I really, I, that's a toughie for me because I, I truly enjoy every single one of them. I, I don't think there's been one where I really have ever d- disappointed. I, anymore with this deer hunting, uh, and I, I know I'm touching on this again, but just getting back to having your own spot to go to year after year, your own land, own place, you know, you, you start to really enjoy it. And I honestly enjoy just being out there and just sitting there. Yeah. I don't even care if I shoot something. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I really just, it, it, it's like an unwinding for me. And I, it, it, it just, it's really great for me to be out there. Well, the stresses uh, that you deal with on a daily basis, you, you need that. Like, I mean, yeah, over the years, it, it seems to be getting a lot more the, 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 landscaping industry's changed a lot now we're doing this wedding venue uh my wife shannon she runs most of it on that end of it but uh i still have to do a lot of stuff with her and it is a lot of mind twisting things but we get through it and but the hunting thing we can fall back on and go have some fun and enjoy everybody's company with it and but we have uh condo stands on on the farms and that's that's another thing you have your own place you can put a permanent stand in uh that's That's there for you all the time you can't go put a permanent stand on game lands or you know you really probably wouldn't want to do it on your friends or something you know but maybe they don't want you to do it or whatever you know i mean think about this too When, when you put a stand anywhere public or private land that you don't own it's Anybody susceptible to anyone yeah yeah i mean <laughs> and you I, don't know what's going to happen to it and these other like if it's on your own place you, you know it's untouched and you can go do what you want to do uh but we have these condo stands which are really nice we get them uh made by the the amish around here and they do great great work on them uh and then we put them up with our you know, equipment, skid loaders, excavator, whatever we need to use. That justified the excavator. Yep. Yeah, not completely, but <laughs> For our yeah, condo it does stands, yeah. somewhat in my mind. But uh, <laughs> I paid a hefty amount to yeah, get that condo yeah, stand yeah. up. <laughs> well, we, we, actually, just this summer, we ordered. Uh, 
I only needed one new condo stand, and they're six by six <laughs> octagon. Uh, they're they're met, camouflage metal. They sit up about ten feet off the ground or nine, I think, maybe about nine. Uh, and it they got nice stairs going up to them. They're they're perfect. We've had these things for years. My uh, well, our dad and our grandpa on the Osborne side, they uh, actually used to be a dealer for that Texas Tower uh, out of Texas. They 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 had them for years at our first shop. And they sold them and we had some of the first condos ever built around here and but you can go out there uh and last the whole day if it's storming and rainy or snow wind you can sit there all day we put little heaters in them i mean you gotta be careful with that you don't want to be oh, uh or catch yourself catch on, on fire, fire yeah that, that, has, that happened has happened in yes. our family before but um god rest his soul no no i think it's that bad actually you know someone did get uh oh okay killed. why do you gotta go there why do you gotta what, so, come on this is supposed to be fun you're like oh um, actually colton somebody did just die uh doing that well someone actually did it was just okay. recent <laughs> but gosh <laughs> Anyway. I'm sorry. I made a joke. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, but if, you know, if if you have like, I don't have any uh, children uh, as of right now. Uh, hopefully someday, but uh, I'm sure you're going to here very soon. But yeah, um, that woman does love me. Yeah, there's no yep. doubt about that. Well, I mean, even when we were younger, <laughs> and it was not too long ago, we could go out there and hunt all day long without being getting wet and getting sick. And you could sit there and you're not getting out of your stand, putting scent all over the place, spooking the deer and making a trail back and forth to your stand. You could sit there and and be patient. Retract one second. Retract. So you put the money up front for these for land, put the money up front for nice stands mm-hmm. that are going to keep you dry, yep. warm yep. and cozy all day. And basically what we're getting at here is if you want to do this and you want to do it at a at a a high level to where and maybe not high high level isn't the right phrase for it but oh, if you want to do this to where it's comfortable and you want to enjoy your time you almost have to they kind of go hand in hand because yeah, dude I know you you're my bro and not to get on a deep level here but you're stressed a lot of the time you mm-hmm. really are mm-hmm. and that unwinding that you were talking about if you only have that two three days to hunt out of the whole year for mm-hmm. rifle season dude you didn't make it out to your archer stand no I didn't I, that, I bought a well you helped me get a, a new bow this year and it, it's the best bow I've ever had it's a Hoyt by the way uh, the, that's what the it, second the RX7. Thing. I, I it's absolutely the love this thing. Yeah, I got uh, it from the Finn over in Boardman, and the, I'll tell you what, those guys knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Luciano. He was just on. There he is. Yeah, he, he really. It, it shoots beautiful. I absolutely love that thing. And uh, no, I did not get to hunt with it. Unfortunately, this year we were so busy with the landscaping and the weddings. But you have to do. I mean, to me, uh, work has always come first in my life, and. Uh, honestly, I've, I've done that my whole life up to this point. I feel like there's going to be a shift soon uh, to where I might get to start enjoying it again. This has only been for a few years that it's been like that, but uh, uh, I will fall back on going back to my archery hunting again. Well, but what, what I'm getting at is, is and, and I'm happy you're going to make that change. I, I got a point to make on that as well, but what... What I'm getting at is, is to, if you only have those three days to hunt, 
regardless mm-hmm. of weather conditions, regardless of, you know, whatever it may be, any excuse that you can come up with, because we do make excuses. I don't care who you are out there. You know you make them. Uh, when you got the setup like that and you're going to be warm and you can relax all day, you got to you got to pay for it. I mean, that bottom line, it, yeah, there's, there's, uh, a, it, there's a point. There's yeah, a point. It's not going to be for everybody, unfortunately. I mean, it, it, it does take a... I mean, maybe it can be. It, it, any Anything is achievable to me. If you put your mind to it, you can do anything you want. And uh, I've, I've always thought like that. And uh, we've come a long way with stuff. And But now with these condo stands like that saying, yeah, you can... Oh, yeah, dude, 2015, yeah, just, 2015 when we started the landscaping thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was rough, man. Oh, my. It was it, rough. Well, this farm, uh, it was in jeopardy that, that year. Yeah. It, it was really in jeopardy. And thank God I had a pretty smart purchase that I literally did about three months out of high school. I bought a, <laughs> I bought a, a crazy huge dump truck from California Uh but I got it at 50% off, if that makes any sense at all to anybody. But it, it, that's a whole nother story. But I got this truck <laughs> It was for $35,000. It was worth 70000 when it was delivered for free to a Pulaski, Pennsylvania from California. But wow, uh, I paid that truck off really quickly. But that truck saved our farm and and that being with something I did. I mean, I was landscaping at the time. I had to sell that truck. I had another one that I could get by with, and I did. And uh, here we are now. We have the trucks back, and we have plenty oh, of stuff. Trucks, you know, we got to do it. You got trucks lined up out back, man. Like you got trucks. You yeah, got... there's too many. We're trying to sell a couple of them right now. Well, so, no, man, they, they if anybody wants handy. a truck, please call me. Uh, I'll I'll link your uh, phone number to the. Uh... <laughs> now, do I get a commission on that? Since I got this podcasting going here, sure, if, sure. if somebody buys the truck via you know the podcast, that. Huh. Cool. Well, okay. So if you're not going to come up with a very specific story. Uh, well, I, 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 I kind of kind of can. Uh, there's been a few hunts here right on the farm. Uh, actually, I'm going to maybe talk about the one of the first ones the first year I owned the place. Uh, and I was just ecstatic that I had this opportunity to, to have it happen here. But I, uh, I put a food plot in the, well, let me, let me back up a little bit. I bought the place, uh, I think it was in February when we signed all the papers and, you know, I was all excited throughout the beginning of spring there and, uh, fixing the house up and yard. And, but then one weekend I decided to take the skid loader back there with the rototiller and I rototilled this huge food plot in the back of the field. What'd you plant in it? Uh, I put, uh. Lindino clover, I think I'm saying that right. Lindino clover, yeah. Okay, so clover. It, it was clover. It, 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 they sell it up at Cranax there. It, it, was, it was nice stuff. It came in really good. I I hit it right at the perfect time uh, when the weeds were done, uh, and it, it came up real nice and green. I mean, the first year it wasn't as good. The second year it was really nice. I, I fertilized it. It was really nice the second year. Uh, but now, now it's kind of in jeopardy because i haven't been hunting and taking care of my stuff lately but uh but anyway i don't want to get off topic with that but the that that year i put that food plot in and uh i, I took the whole weekend I, I i did it on a saturday i rototilled it 
And then I realized how big I went with it. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't spread all this fertilizer by hand. I had like, I don't know, a couple thousand pounds of freaking fertilizer I was going to put on this freaking thing. And I, Damn, I, I was out grow. there with this little hand spreader thing. And I was like, this is stupid. So I went up to Tractor Supply that evening. I had a gift card from Christmas still in my wallet. So I was all excited about that. And I bought this uh, tow behind spreader for my four wheeler. Then I get back down here and I couldn't get the four-wheeler started for some reason. I was really upset. But actually, about an hour later, I did get it started. I did. And I, I got all the stuff back there. I put the fertilizer down. I got all this uh, clover planted. And I think I planted something else in there with it. I don't know if it was I, – I didn't know what I was doing with it at that time. Uh and that can be a whole nother discussion of putting in food plots. That, that That's a huge discussion there. Yeah, what you can, what go, you can use and yeah. uh, the timing of the years and stuff. Uh, that, and, and that's a big key thing because if they know they got a good source of food somewhere, I mean, they're going to come from well, source whatever of, you want. Source of food year round. I mean, deer move. You mm-hmm. can't forget that. If food's gone, the deer are gone. I mean, I got so mad when they picked the, uh, the corn a little early because corn holds deer. It always mm-hmm. has, yep. you know? Yep, and that's where if you have a proper food plot somewhere in the middle of the farm or wherever, those deer are going to end the proper bedding and the water source. I mean, we got three, we have three different ponds on the farms here. And then we also had the main creek, uh, Turkey Run, going down through the center of it. So we got a lot of water and um, and we got a couple of good food plots around and then we got the fields with beans or corn in it. So we, we have a lot of the good stuff here, and you just got to manage it properly and go with it. But uh, that year, I got the food plot all done. It was all, and I, you know, I did do it a, li- a little too late. It did start getting a little hot because it didn't come in. T- it, it came in good, but it, it, it was all right because uh, I did have deer in it. I, I, I limed it. It was. I know it was sweet. Uh, I was younger too, so I kind of probably went overboard with some things. But I put it. I put. A brand new tree stand up right there, right on the food plot. Uh, and what, let me think about that. I, I, it was the first night of archery season. I go back there. I saw so many deer. They were coming out in this field. It was unbelievable to me. I've not like the place that I bought it. The guy before me never hunted, never let anybody on here. His wife didn't like hunting. You know, she didn't want the deer being killed, which is fine. I mean, we, we, we they were very nice people. I loved them to death. Uh, and we res- respected their wishes for that. And we stayed on our place over there at the time. But then when, when I bought it, we got to hunt it, obviously. But the, the, the deer were so used to no people being here because – there was no one here. There was and, nobody and that's here. The, the beauty of having your own place when there's no activity going on, the deer start to realize that and they're like, Oh, this is perfect for us. So they're not getting bumped and pushed around and they're they're a little more at ease. So I, that night, that first night of archery, I didn't get anything that night, but I saw tons of deer, a lot of lot of does, a few nice little bucks, and I saw a bigger buck down at the end there. And uh yeah, it, it was just a fun evening. I saw some ducks fly in over to the one pond and it was just a really beautiful evening you got to hunt your farm Mm -hmm. and that was the first one was it not 
the, the, first, the first hunt on your farm with your that was, bow. That was the first one. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, not that, with the new bow. I got the. I haven't well, got the hunt no, that this one, was but. this was years ago. Yeah. But I mean, that was. But oh, yeah, why would that not be your your favorite was, one? That's it, awesome. It felt like it was just perfect. It really felt awesome. Yeah, and you it, felt it, like a king back there. I'm sure. Oh, I did. And now it it just seems so huge. Then it, it the the field the woods everything now it's. I don't know. It just feels different now, but it, it, it was just awesome. Well, maybe maybe there's a there's a portion that is lost, and you know that excitement. It's like a new relationship. You know, oh, there's, yeah, there's excitement just, in a new relationship, yeah, but then yeah. you you know you <laughs> you well, get into a lull. But not saying you're in a lull with your land. I mean, you know, you're proud of it. But uh, I fell in love with this place this moment. The, the day I walked on it and I looked down over into the the hollow there, it was just. It was just breathtaking. That really, is the most beautiful spot on the farm. It was really, really nice. Yeah. And, but, um, well, that was, uh, I think that was a Saturday when I, no, I can't, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it was a Saturday when the archery came in. I, I, I believe it was Saturday. I can't remember. But, uh, um, later that week, I, I needed, now I didn't want to do this, but I had a younger lab at the time. He's getting a little older now. His name's Tucker. Tucker. And, uh, he he loves water. He loves to swim, just like any other lab. So I I had to put something on my tree stand. I forgot to put a pull up rope on my ladder stand to pull my bow up. So I, I I walked back there one evening. I didn't get to go hunting this. I, no, it was on a Sunday. I went back there on a Sunday because I, I didn't want to. I knew I wasn't going to be hunting that day. So uh, I took Tucker, and this is the first thing I saw about this. Uh, we put the hunting rope on and he he actually tries climbing up the ladder saying he got like two rails up a, a little pup trying to get up there because he didn't like me up on the ladders but we get this tied on and we we're leaving the tree stand we're walking back down to the house and right in the middle of the the uh tractor path there's this coyote sitting there staring at tucker and i'm like oh my god and truthfully i have never seen a coyote in the wild by it Oh, like that, bias, like yeah, just broad bias, daylight. Just yeah, broad daylight. I've never seen that. Like just sitting there, and I was—I wasn't young, but I younger. I was, oh, I don't know, 22, 21, something like that. Uh, and Tucker sees it, and he takes off, and he's just—he's a young, fiery pup, and he's down over oh, the boy. cliff and chasing oh, this coyote. And luckily, he—he he somehow hears me, and he stops, and he comes running back up, and nothing happened. But that was just a cool thing too. Just the, cool. the, the, seeing what about the, the bear. Remember seeing the bear here? Yeah, that was uh, that was the first year I had it too. Actually, that was the same summer. That was the same summer I was fixed. Uh, I had a couple of my buddies helping me. We jacked up the back of my house. <laughs> we were putting French drains and building a new back basement wall. And our farmer showed up, and I, all the stuff from the basement wall I dumped on the tractor path back there in this wet spot. But it it wasn't pushed off, and the farmer couldn't get through. So I took our excavator back and pushed it off and smashed it in so he could get through. Uh, and he did. So I'm creeping back up the the field edge with the excavator. I look down over towards the house to the left there. Uh, on our one lane and I see this black object. I'm like, what is Tucker doing out? He was in, I thought he was in the house. Maybe the guys let him out. And, uh, I look a little harder and they separate and I'm like, Oh my God, there's another, like, I thought maybe there's two uh, Tucker has a friend now or something. And <laughs> I, I, I start looking a little closer. It's two freaking black bears wow. on my lane, 200 yards from my house. And they take off across the field down over the hollow there. 
And I, I was like, holy well, cow. In, in Western PA, that's not very common. I mean, no, people see bears. No. It, I, it does happen. You hear about maybe one or two a year. My very first bear I ever did see, I saw it half a mile away from uh, the farm. Right here, yeah. When I was like, <laughs> I don't know, four or five years old, dad and I were going to get play sand for my play box at home. It's a big day. <laughs> yep. And I, we were driving up the road there, and I said, oh, there's a bear dad and dad just kind of goes <laughs> and he spikes and breaks and he goes oh my god <laughs> and there was a bear there and it took wow. off up into the weeds but well, i've only uh, seen three in pa the first one was with you on the four-wheeler ride and then mm-hmm. then we saw those two at burger king which i believe was the same year yeah uh, yep, we saw a lot of bears that year there's there's there a lot around if uh, you're familiar with interstate 80 <laughs> there's mm-hmm. the mercer exit which isn't far from the pa ohio line but there's a little road that heads to New Wilmington right there, and right around the bend, we saw two black bears mm-hmm. walking along the side of the road. That's uh, that was pretty exciting. But yeah, I've I've seen a lot of black bears uh, in my life, and then I've 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 gotten black bears. I've trapped them uh, in Maine before they outlawed that stuff. And yep. you did too. You got we got one on the same day up there. Yep, that was exciting. The the picture is still yeah. on the internet. I've hunted them in Maine. I've gotten them in Maine, uh, and then I I hunted them in PA. I, I do have a PA black bear also, but. Uh, so what, you're up to three bears now. Um, yes, yes. Two main, one PA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you um, want to do it with a bow? I'll try it on with a bow. I've, I've done the trap. I've done the uh, rifle. And now I like to do it with a bow. Muzzle loader would be cool, too. Be yeah, but, something different. But anyway, back to that... Uh, uh, what were we talking about? That going coming down the field edge, and I saw the black the black bears and all that stuff. And I don't know. I, I don't know what we were talking about, but I think really you're really track. enjoying this. You were uh, I, you were so nervous to get well, on this microphone. Lot, there's a lot that goes into this stuff. It's not <laughs> it's not always just the story of the hunt. It's like all the stuff that builds up to this stuff. Like That's for right. me, and I it's just every day is an adventure, and it's all fun for me. I enjoy it. I I, I well. I do enjoy what I do, but there's a lot of days I just like, what the heck is going on? But I know uh, you're real, no pun intended, because we were just talking about bears, but you're a real bear some days. Yeah. Like Cody and I work together. Uh, I will tip my hat saying I'm the right-hand man around this place if something's needed. And Cody, uh, we're working on a landscape or something. <clears throat> Thank yep, you. Yep, but yep. Uh, <laughs> the... But- uh, but yeah, there's some days, man. You you are just. I know, I know. It's all part something. of it. It's I try, I do try, but uh, I, yeah, it it it's it's just what we do. But uh, oh, I know. We were talking about me first hunting here, and I I saw that coyote with Tucker. That's what it all was, and yeah. the bears. Yeah. Okay, we're back on track now. Uh, but that when okay that was on a Sunday because I remember going back there with Tucker. Okay, I hunted Saturday and I went back there on a Sunday to put that rope up. We saw the coyote. So the following Wednesday, I didn't get to hunt that Monday or Tuesday. I let the sand cool down because I I only had the one. No, I had three stands on the farm, but I really wanted to hunt that one the most because it was all my food plot. And I just I just let the farm cool down because I took that walk with Tucker back there to put that rope up and we saw the coyote. I just let it all cool down for a couple of days. So I went back on a Wednesday. It was a beautiful, nice, crisp evening. Uh, I'm sitting in my stand. I saw a few deer come out and this one deer was acting real skittish and it ran around. I thought it smelled me, but uh, it didn't. Two seconds later, I have three huge coyotes come out uh right right uh 
right underneath me. And the one like got down and was like right in my uh, food plot. Just kind of got behind some weeds or something. It was like going to pounce on something. And I pulled, I pulled back. I, I shot and, uh, uh, it takes off down the field, and, and I, 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 I couldn't find it. The other two, I, I obviously took off. I couldn't get another arrow on in time for that. But I, I could not find this uh, coyote after I got down, and I was looking for it. And uh, I'm like, huh. I, I, I found, there was a little bit of blood, could not find the arrow or nothing. So I, I pretty much blew the stand that night. There was only an hour left of hunting. And uh, I walked back down to home there. and uh, So the next night which would be Thursday, I did not go. But Friday I did, but I was going to a different stand uh, down on the power line towards the creek. So I'm, I'm walking down uh, the power line, and literally, it's like it was placed right there for me to find, <laughs> was that coyote I no shot way. on Wednesday. <laughs> and it, it, it was a kind of a, I think it was a rainier night, because I remember that coyote being wet. And uh, the arrow is still stuck in him. Wow. And I got the coyote and the arrow. Uh, you got that and, hanging up, don't you? Did you get yeah, that I one tanned? Yeah, I got that tanned. I got him tanned. That's a good and one. And I, I put him, I, 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 I took him back up to the barn there just for the time being. Then I, I, I walked back down to go hunting. I, I, didn't see, I, I saw a few deer that night. Uh, nothing nothing uh, that I shot, obviously. But uh, then... Uh, the following week, I think this was on a. I didn't. I, I skipped a couple nights there. I didn't go every night. I don't go every night because if if the weather's bright or too hot, I, I won't go on those too hot of nights because the deer really don't move, and I don't do good on hot nights for me or windy nights. I don't do good on those. Uh, rainy nights, I like rainy nights, and I like uh, uh, some cooler nights. Uh, the deer, I think everybody knows, they kind of move a lot better in those time situations uh but that following week i cannot remember for the life of me what day it was but i'm sitting there it was a beautiful evening i think it was a friday because i was in a really good mood and uh um i think i was uh i was meeting someone that night i think it was i forget what it was for but anyway i'm sitting in my tree stand see a lot of does coming out and i i hear this stick snap behind me and look over to my left and this beautiful beautiful silky beautiful brown deer steps out and it's a ginormous buck the biggest buck that i've ever shot up to that point uh so i immediately start shaking oh I yeah start, my the oh, butterflies God. are in my stomach I'm, I'm shaking well when they sneak up on you like that oh, i don't know what's God. worse well, if this, they're right underneath you when they sneak up like that or if you watch them come in across the field from like 200 300 yards away <laughs> this guy snuck up on me it was it sucked he came in from a kind of a brushy thicker area and he was only 20 yards, 20 to when, when I shot him, he was at 15 yards. He, he was getting closer to me and, and my stands are higher. So I, I, I wasn't really fearing that, but I, I mean, I, I was at 20 feet. I, I, so, but it, he got, he got there and I, I, I drew back and I, I, I drilled him with that whole, older Hoyt bow of mine. Awesome. And uh, aluminum arrows too, right? Yep, big, yeah, big aluminum shot arrows, aluminum. And muzzy broadheads. I don't use any of those 
things that are f- those little flaming things that open up and <laughs> mechanicals, <laughs> the mechanical flaming things. I don't know whatever flaming they are. Things. What, whatever probably, they, they, they drill a hole in all the blood and of all the world that comes out. I've never had a problem with a big steel rod and a big muzzy arrow. I know you've never had it. a problem. It just punches through whatever you want to get through. I know you've never had a problem with a big steel rod, Katie. Nope, nope, <laughs> never. <laughs> no, I did. I you know some some weird hunter that was friends with me i guess I, I don't know who it was but someone convinced me to use one of those mechanical things one night and that honestly god it never worked i i absolutely yeah. hate those things yeah they're they're, they're complete uh, hit or miss I, I never knew what was so wrong about a fixed blade like yes you can argue mechanicals are more accurate and yada yada guys get into it and a bigger cutting diameter but you know every deer that i've killed with my bow was a four blade hundred grain muzzy fixed blade up front yep yeah, yeah that's all it's simple is better to me yeah. I, and it less for less to break i guess i yeah. I, yeah. I don't know that's that's what i've been hunting with all my life and that's what i'm going to just continue good. to you use t- well for all the listeners out there just to let everyone know like what adventures cody and i have been on let's see we bear in maine uh loads of deer hunts bear hunts rattlesnake hunts lots of trapping adventures trapping getting up at six in the morning and running on the four-wheeler when it's two degrees outside checking traps before school uh we grew up doing all of this stuff uh the antelope hunt in wyoming that's another one I, you're gonna have to come back on and we're gonna have lots I more was, to talk about I was, yeah oh yeah i i, oh. I that's why i was I, I was very confused on what to talk about tonight i i've never done this in this my a, life and this I, was a good subject i do enjoy it well i think it's kind of an important subject because uh there's there's it's like a build up to doing all this stuff yeah i mean you can go on all these hunts and do stuff but i you know you got to me i feel like you got to give back to this stuff too and that that oh my god i could go off on this subject too oh like, i know i like, know and i'm with you 100 percent. buying your hunting license and a, a yeah. new box of shells every year is not enough if you want to keep this stuff going no and it's like I know guys complain about hunting license purchases, but you know what? Now, I don't know. I'm not the treasurer of the Game Commission at all, but I feel like it's going to – that money is going to – uh, what you enjoy doing and what mm-hmm. you do. I mean, if that license costs you two hundred dollars, it costs you two hundred dollars. Who cares? You want to go hunting? That's what it costs. And you and you have people out there pr- trying to preserve what you enjoy doing and those people have to be paid to do that and, and they're not they're they're there making a living too and, sure. and they run into a lot of problems and they got to protect themselves and make money and do their thing too uh, but the, uh, you know buy your hunting license i mean that's it's, it's that's one tax thing. it's one tax that i don't mind paying it's it's no, like it the only tax to, i don't mind paying yeah i i when i go to walmart or wherever i go to get my hunting license or a local gun store or whatever uh I walk in and say, I need everything that is available for this license. And yep. normally, if I go to Walmart, the guy or girl at Walmart will go, what? Yeah, they have no idea what you're talking <laughs> and actually, about. actually, one year, the machine froze because they punched in so many things. <laughs> and I had this line out the ass behind me. And finally, some manager came over and got it all straightened out. But I, I, I broke the machine at Walmart saying that I wanted all of the licenses available. <laughs> and I, like, I oh like, my God. I fear what you heard me say was I wanted a few things. But what I said, what I actually I said was all of the licenses. Give me all available. of the licenses that you have. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that way, you know, if I get a, a friend that calls and say, hey, you want to go rabbit hunting? Or, hey, you want to go pheasant hunting? You want to go t- duck hunting? I can say yes to all of them and I don't have to worry. Do I have that license or tag? I just get it all yep. done. Just get and, it all and Even if I don't use it, I know that money went to something good and I don't care. And that's not all the money that I put into that. You know, I, I, I we, we do the food plots. We do we put in ponds. We do all this stuff. You know, we have a good farmer that does our fields. You know, we keep up with the land and do things and we do proper timber forest things. You're um, a continuous sponsor for the National Wild Turkey Federation yeah, as well. Yeah, we do. We do the turkey feder. We well, last year was our first year where we bought. Well, we've got two tables last year, but the past five years, I think we've gotten a sponsor table where they give you, they put a gun in the middle, and one out of eight of us at that table are going to win that gun. And it's just a fun thing. I have never won a gun yet, but I've bought in the tables. Hey, all those banquets that we went to growing up NRA, Ducks Unlimited, NWTF, Rocky Mountain Elk, you name it, we were there if it was happening local. I I have I finally won my first gun out of twenty plus years of going to these banquets, and it's a little Mossberg twenty two Plinkster, but it it's it's a child's gun. But at the same time, I am so proud of that gun in my collection because I won it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good feeling when you do win it. And and last year we had a couple good. I think uh, both. Two girls won them. I, I think. Uh, yeah, that was cool to see the uh, girls win them. N- Nikki, uh, Vince's mm-hmm. wife, Nikki won it, and uh, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey won. Kelsey won uh, it. Yeah, I got it. So awesome. It was, it was all. It was all fun. Well, before we wrap this all up, Cody. I, speaking of turkeys. Well, I, I, I got. Uh, I, I, did I finish the deer hunting? I, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I, got, yeah. I got that. Well, that that buck. I I got the. Uh, it was a nice big eight point. I yeah. think it was nineteen inches wide. Real tall tines on it it was just it it, it was real dark and it was a beaut, it, Clark. beautiful beautiful buck and i i i really really enjoyed that hunt and uh but i got that and and since then that stand right there has produced me seven other bucks throughout the the this is i'm going on my 13th year at the farm being here this will be this fall this is january now this fall will be my 13th uh fall hunting here uh, but I, that stand has produced me seven beautiful bucks. Now that's just in that stand with my bow. Uh, I have a condo stand across the way there that has produced me three, three beautiful bucks there too. Monsters. And the one, the one that everyone around here that fall called High Tower uh, did step out for me one night, and that 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 was a big as night. Of right now, is holding my biggest record. Personally, I, know I don't hold the biggest record in the family, but. Uh, Hightower's got to be but top I five. I do have to say the record of the family, Dad Dad did get a pretty big not buck not far, far from, there. from there. A couple hundred yards farm, if so. That. Yeah. And then, okay, well, my biggest buck, you shot your buck opening day rifle mm-hmm. down here in the valley, and I went over, got pictures with you, helped to drag it out, and I said, okay, I'm going to go. You, you it, went back to my stand. Yeah, that I, I shot went and my sat first, in your that, archery okay. stand. Yeah. I, For whatever reason, it was such a nasty day. It was spitting snow, cold, rainy, and I said, I you know what? I was done and going in. Yep. Yeah, Cody was happy to be going inside. <laughs> he got his buck, and I was like, you know what? I just want to face these elements for some reason. I Something just lit a fire in me. You did not want to go to a condo stand, I remember. You wanted to sit out in it. Yeah, I was like, you I want to sit in this. yourself. Yep. Yep. I just have that desire to put heart on myself sometimes. I don't know. So I'm sitting in Cody's archery stand. Here comes a little four point, maybe an hour into the sit. And I was like, oh, then right behind him, 
there was a nice eight and a nice eight. I mean, mm-hmm. one that uh, I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was like, nah, nah. And I'm glad I put my gun down because mm-hmm. right behind him, I put my gun down and I saw the third deer coming through on the same trail. Mm-hmm. Going right into the corn. Out he steps and he's the biggest buck that I've got to date. Beautiful nine. Um, I want to say he scored, he was pushing 130. And it, I mean, that to me is, <laughs> that to me was my best trophy. And when he stepped out, I did the whole Adam, but he would not stop, would not stop. This is the only deer that I've actually yelled a verbal command at. I went, hey! Like, because I showed that to a few people that I, makes everybody look at you. Yeah, I mean, the whole wood stops for a second. It's like, what? You know? But uh, he was like in the corn. I could see his head, I could see his back, and I was like, it's just corn. I remember this head going, or this going through my head. I was like, it's just corn. Mm-hmm. This will blow right through it. I was like, boom, and he, he went 10 steps, and that was it. But, uh, and that then was, was my fun. best archery buck was from. And you weren't far from that night. You were nah, in your stand. I was sitting in, the, in, in the, that stand, and you watched the whole thing yeah. happen. That was awesome. But I, I, I know we're getting a little over on time here. But I just want to bring up one story. Okay. Cody and I were out turkey hunting. <laughs> this is up with Joe Fisher's. <laughs> <laughs> We always got to get a good laugh in with Cody. I, nobody else makes fun of him I except have, me. Listen, turkey hunting to me is a very frustrating sport. Oh, I, I don't know. recommend people getting into it. If you want to add to your frustration you in your broke life, and insane. <laughs> so, I think most of the you know, my landscaping company is actually called Turkey Run. Yeah, yeah, and, it is. Look up Turkey Run on. Oh, we should plug that right now. Look up Turkey Run Landscaping. And look up Turkey Run Hollow. Those are your businesses. Yep, Turkey Run Landscaping and then uh, Turkey Run Hollow Wedding and Event Center. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and the reason that, of the name is uh, the creek that runs through, through the farm that we have is called Turkey Run. Well, it's kind of exciting. I'm going to plug myself for the first time here. That We're shooting for in the spring. I'd like to get a little 3D archery course set up for, uh, for everyone to enjoy. Uh, it'll be Turkey Run Archery Depot Trad. Uh, so I'm big into the traditional thing. That, so maybe we could get three turkey run businesses going over here, which would be pretty exciting. But, okay, back to this turkey story. Uh, we've been walking around Hot Hill all morning. We walked miles and miles. I remember this because we just walked right out the you back door. A little clay pipe that was that the pipe. Morning. Yeah, that was you, the pipe morning. That's weird. It was also the morning that you... Well, I don't want to get to it just yet. Yeah, but don't, don't spoil it. So, it's fun. Here, Cody and I are walk. We, we, it was actually in Joe Fisher's Apple Orchard by the old Apple building. Yep. Uh, in the big field. It was in the big field. Well, it it, it kind of just off behind it. It was bit. like the, the adjacent little field next mm-hmm. to the big field. And I hit the box call. That was always my locator. And I hear one guy. And I was like, oh my gosh, Cody. Oh my gosh. This bird, we set up right there. This bird, we worked for what felt like an eternity, but I want to say it was well over an hour. It was, uh, uh, he would like this on the slate call, then he wouldn't. And then he would like that on the slate call, and he wouldn't. And he would sound closer, but then he would sound further away. And then he would sound closer, and then he would sound further away. And it was like five-minute intervals between these gobbles. It was it was absolute hell, because you don't want to overcall. He knows you're there, but then he would sound like he's further away. So I was trying to work this guy, and he was just not having it, not cooperating. 
I'm sitting there with the Mossberg 935 12 gauge. Cody's sitting there with his 20 gauge. No, no, I, had, I, I think I had the big gun. No, I had I my big gun. I I know I got my Mossberg before you got yours. I know this. No, I'm pretty sure I because bruh. <laughs> I well either way. It was embarrassing. <laughs> so, so I finally get this bird at like Cody's pointing right at the field. I'm kind of pointing to the side. All these things look big. Here he comes. <laughs> I was like, oh, and like the sun was st- like coming up over him. Like you could see the glistening off the, the feathers. And he's like a hundred, maybe 120 <laughs> yards at this point. He's way out there. Well, I and knew that was too far. He came in a little closer. So he gets to about the hundred and one yard mark. <laughs> Granted, it looks big at this point. Oh, he was a me. big bird. There's no to doubt. <laughs> Could have been state record material how big he looked. Uh, at least to you. I, but, okay, let's give me a little bit. No, no, little, no, 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 no. Was, I'm, I'm telling the say, story. Okay. I am telling this one. <laughs> so here he comes he's strutting all the way in I'm like oh man this is gonna be great and he's taking like the smallest steps he's not working very close and I was like alright Cody I'm like he's all yours man you just take your time and get this bird's 100 yards out I'm like oh this is gonna be so cool and I'm, I kind of like I'm turning my head watching you from the side I'm watching the bird and I'm like this is it bro just take your time boom <laughs> and <laughs> The turkey just <laughs> no, he, was, he tumbled. Oh I feel like he gosh, tumbled or like, he fell backwards as laughing or something. Yeah, and he flew away, and you went, oh. <laughs> I, I, dude, I think that was the first time I was ever like really mad at you. It happened like, here too. I think it happened out in this field too. When was that? Yeah, yeah. I, I just get overly excited and I can't. Yeah, turkeys are. Oh god, I hate those turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Your livelihood is named after them. <laughs> no, uh, well, it, it's all fun. It's all fun. It's all fun, and that's why we're sitting here laughing, talking about it, and that's why this is the hunt story. Uh, this is this is episode number eight officially, and. I haven't done this yet, but I really want to give a big shout out to everybody that's listening. Um, I saw on the on the host site that we have California. Shout out to California. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, Illinois, Texas, Tennessee, lots of Pennsylvania. Shout okay. out to PA. Lots of Ohio. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you guys have a story or if you just want to get in contact and shoot the shit, really, um, the Hunt Story Podcast at Yahoo.com. That's the official email. The Hunt Story Podcast at Yahoo. And the Hunt Story Podcast on Facebook. The Hunt Story Podcast on Instagram. I think that's all I really got going right now. So if you want to reach out and you want to jump on the mic sometime, we can make that happen. I would love to get more stories going. I've got uh, I've got a big list going here. A lot of guests coming on real soon. I wanted to give a real big thanks to my bro for finally taking 50, 55 minutes to sit down and do this. Oh, I'll do it again. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I haven't hit an hour on a podcast yet. This is exciting. Well, we can go another five minutes, I guess. You want, oh, why? Do you got one more? You got one more for this? Oh, no. I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think my biggest thing that people could take, and I'm not the greatest speaker, but... Uh, I I 
you don't need the best equipment in the world to do hunting. You don't need all the fancy stuff. And uh, my biggest thing that I could say is uh, if you ever do have the opportunity to get property or anything like that and you're able to do it or even your family farm you know just preserve what you have and take care of it uh and like i said before they don't make any more of it and it's not gonna uh you're not gonna find it you you know when it's available and you can do it get it um and from that you will grow it might be a struggle at first but you will grow off of that uh it might come back five years 10 years 20 years down the road but uh it will return the favor to you uh either you know it could financially or it could just be in memories and a homestead of for you and your family uh and that's what it's done for us it's done all of it for us and uh i couldn't thank god enough for the opportunity and the luck that i've had throughout my life with that so uh I really, really appreciate all that, and I don't take it for granted. But and I know a lot of things aren't possible for some people. But uh, if if it does come up, please try to do it and uh, make those memories and have some fun. Heck yeah, man! Very, very, very well said. That was uh, that was truly from the heart, there, man. Like, well said, well done. But uh, well, anything else you want to plug or just wanna, uh, uh, if uh, you're out there doing anything, be safe, be careful. Uh, use your head uh, hang out with the good people and enjoy everything so you know how I end every podcast I I say uh, I say my name's Colton this is the hunt story I've never done this before do you want to say my name's Cody this is the hunt story and then we'll uh, I'll hit stop on the old record button here <laughs> my name's Cody and this is the hunt story awesome